Hi, it's Rainy G. I'm going to start some short podcasts uh, this week and for the next several weeks um, because we're going to start a whole new project. And within that project, the context of that project incorporates a lot of things that people need to hear and need to learn. Now, before... Uh, before the summer, before things get even worse, before whatever is going to happen, happens. And we are in April of 2012. And um, and there's things happening all around us, whether that has to do with extreme weather, um, dormant volcanoes and earthquakes off the east coast near Massachusetts and giant earthquakes in Mexico and near India, um, four feet of hail in Texas two days ago. And people themselves feeling this energy that they're not quite sure of, whether um, whether it manifests itself in depression, anger, headaches, stomach aches, uh, anxiety, fear, all of it coming really from fear, but but also from the electromagnetic waves that are being sent our way constantly to make sure that we are barraged with low energy, which leads to depression. And my concern now, because I've spent the last three years plus educating people on what was going on with this administration in the United States and in relationship to the rest of the globe and in relationship to mind, body, and spirit, my goal now is the next seven generations. We have kids out there that are feeling everything that we're feeling as adults. And for you kids who listen to me, I appreciate you because you're out there and you know that something's wrong. You know that you've been searching for something different, for something new, for something that makes sense, for something you can touch with your heart and your soul and your mind and your spirit and your body. All of it. You've been looking for it. And um, it's hard to find. You can go to churches, those buildings that house people who tell you how to be or whatever. Um, But... You can't always find what you're looking for there. You can't find it in a book. You can't find it from a place um, where people tell you what you're supposed to think or how you're supposed to think or any of those kinds of things. So what I'm trying to do is to help people see that there's more out there than, than what you think you see already. And especially the kids. And then we want to help the kids. We want to launch a new magazine. It's an e-zine. We will have a board of directors that consists of uh, kids. I call them kids because I'm older. Uh, anywhere from the ages of 14 to 25. Um, they'll be the creative board of directors who help drive this e-zine, this online, this iPhone app um, uh, magazine that will incorporate all kinds of things, but mostly reaching out to the creativity and the hearts, minds, and spirits of these kids who are going to be our next generations. And they are already the beginning of the next seven generations. So it's important that we not leave them behind, that we not let them feel abandoned. Um, many of them are coming from families who were either Catholic or Mormon or Lutheran or Baptist or whatever, who believe that church is the only way to go. And what I have found with many of these kids is you keep telling them that church is the only way to go, and they're going to go, not to church. They're going to go away. They're going to go find their own way. Or they're going to believe that living doesn't matter because they won't do or can't do what you're telling them to do. And then as we move through to the adults, I have the same problem going on with men and women. Some of them are so devout to their churches and their masters. And others used to be. And then they said, why? 
and my being so devout to my church and my master? Um, you have to answer that one for yourself. But those who left then feel guilty about not being devout to their churches and their masters. We had devout Muslims who flew planes into two very tall buildings in New York. I have a friend of my mother's who is uh, 90 and has been a devout Catholic since she was born, who has left the Catholic Church without guilt, without fear. Churches are institutionalized religion, which is different from spirituality. It's different from your belief system. And this is what the kids are looking for, not institutionalized religion. Not some book that says, if you do this, you'll be fine and you'll be perfect. If you don't do this, you're now imperfect and you could be damned forever. Or you will be forgiven for all of your sins, so go ahead and do anything you want. Because you'll be forgiven, no matter what, as long as you ask. Okay, that's not really the way the world is, and we all know that. We all know that. If you go kill somebody, you're going to be forgiven? By who? Even if you say, I'm sorry, I, I really hated them and I was angry, but I killed them, but I'm sorry? You're being forgiven by who? What I try to teach people, and I want kids to understand and y'all to understand where I'm coming from, and if you don't come from here and you don't like it, don't listen. Uh, we're all kids. And we're all parents. We're all kids. We have all been someone's kid. We are generations of kids. We have evolved through the ages into who we are now as kids, as someone's kid, someone's child. And in the process of that evolution, our spirits and our souls and our minds have also evolved. And as time went on through the Middle Ages and way back when, as people became more nomadic and men went out to conquer lands and and conquer their spirits and conquer the world and conquer the oceans and the heavens and everything else. They also tried to conquer every person that was involved with that world, that ocean, that country. Whether they did it as Islamists who believe the opposite of the Bible or they did it as Christians who believe exactly what the Bible says. It doesn't matter. It was still a power and control thing. Not a love thing. This wasn't coming from spirit. I love you so much I want to take over your country and kill your women. It wasn't coming from a loving spirit when they said, we love you so much we'd like to conquer this and rape all your women. There's no love involved with power and control. God, even. God does not take power and control. He says, you have the free will to be humans and do what you wish. I gave you some guidelines. Follow them the best you can. But I'm not going to control you. And yet, we have all these people, men, women, and children, who are going to these institutionalized places, these brick buildings, or whatever, and saying, please, control me. You know, it's easier to say, rather than say, I believe in me, and I can do this, it's a lot easier to say, let God do it. Let Jesus do it. Let my priest do it. Let whoever else do it, because I'm a lazy soul. I have lazy spirituality. I don't believe in doing the spiritual work necessary to understand the world I'm living in and who I am. I believe it's much easier to say, let God do it. It's much easier to say, give it up to Jesus. It's much easier to say, let the angels come and help me. Much easier to say, I'm going to pray today and I hope it comes true than it is to say, look in the mirror and say, I believe in you, in that person looking back at me. I believe in you. 
I believe that you have the heart and the soul to do anything that you set that heart and soul on. Any path that you set that heart and soul on will be a true path if it comes from love, and I believe that you can do it. I believe in you. Can you say that? Can you go to the mirror and say, I believe in you? Okay, I want to believe in God, says someone. Then believe in that higher power because our energy down here is definitely not as high as it can be. Nowhere near it. So yes, we have a higher energy. We have a higher self. We have a higher being up there somewhere. We don't know who it is. You atheists are saying, I told you there's no man sitting in a chair in the sky. No, but if you are that negative, if you are that hateful, then you don't even have your higher spirit up in that sky. We all have a higher energy. We have a higher frequency than what we are living as humans. And we need to understand that and believe in us before we believe in anything else. If you don't believe in you, if you don't love you, how can you love God? How can you love Jesus? How can you love another person if you don't believe you, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't love you? You have no love to give if you don't love you. How can you love God? How can you love the church? How can you love the church's doctrines and tenets that men have written through the years to control and have power over others? How can you believe any of that if you don't love you? And as soon as you think that you're not doing what the church tells you to do or what the priest tells you to do or the pastor tells you to do or your father or mother tell you to do in relationship to religion as soon as that happens you start feeling guilty that you're not good enough and you don't love you again you hate you you hate yourself you say I'm terrible I I didn't do what I was supposed to do they told me I was supposed to be this they told me I was supposed to grow up and be the perfect person with the perfect family doing the perfect things in all the perfect ways and if I didn't do that I was no good. I wasn't good enough. And I should hate myself if I didn't do that. And so as people leave these brick buildings that are now preaching hate more often than love, as they leave these brick buildings, they're going back to the mirror and saying, I hate you. You're, you left the church. You left all these things you were taught. You're a terrible person. Wow. You mean you left hatred, and you left negativity, and you left judgment, and you left power and control, and you went to try to find love in yourself and love in others, and you tried to get that energy out there as love, and then you can look in the mirror and say, I hate you. I think that's impossible. If you love you, if you love you, not in an egotistical way, not the narcissistic way that Obama and many, many exhibit, but a way that says, I want to come from love. I am in love with love. I love loving. I love love. And that's where I'm coming from. And love does not allow fear. Fear is what begets judgment, hatred, anger, frustration, depression, all those things. All those things that make us feel abandoned, rejected, negative, no good, not as good. That's fear. Fear of what? Fear of what? Of judgment from God? From the all-loving God? How can an all-loving God who truly loves judge you for anything? How can unconditional love from some higher source, whether that's your higher source or a higher source you believe in, how can that unconditional love judge you for who you are? And how can that unconditional love judge you for loving instead of hating? How can that unconditional love look at you and say, Wow, you left a place that was controlling and negative 
and oppressive and you hated it and it was hurting you but because you loved you enough you left how can that uncontrolling how can that unconditional love source whatever it is say because of that I'm gonna judge you and you're no good got your words all mixed up here people got them all backwards how can somebody who loves you unconditionally say to you as a child because we're all children how can that person a parent a child because we all are say to you you left something that was hurting you that was negative that was not loving that was hateful that puts you in some enslavement if you're a woman that puts you into a lower class if you're now politically involved in church that puts you in a place that was supposed to be dominated by some male patriarchal ideology of 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 power over everyone you left that place because you loved yourself I'm gonna hate you for that I'm love I'm gonna love you for loving you I'm gonna love you even more because you're loving you enough and that's what unconditional love is and should be it's not some almighty thir thunderous being throwing uh, lightning at you and saying you messed up and you're gonna burn forever if you have a parent like that they are mentally ill and I don't worship the mentally ill I don't look up to the mentally ill I don't love and look up to the mentally ill and say yes you wanna burn me if I'm bad I love you I love you for that you wanna judge me if I look cockeyed away from something I'm not supposed to or I look at something that you tell me I shouldn't I'm you're gonna judge me and you're gonna burn me forever oh I love you for that do you think your own children your own little children if you're a parent if you said to them if you do this I'm gonna burn you forever that they would say okay mommy okay daddy I love you for that I love you for for not letting me love myself or my world enough I love you for saying if you mess up because you're human and you make choices that I judge as being the wrong choices you will burn in hell and those little kids are gonna look at you and say I love you for that mm -mm -mm. we have a lot of work to do love is not fear love is not hate love is not anger love is not self-hate love is self-respect because you love you because you believe enough in you and that's where it starts you can't even come close to finding that higher self that supreme being that that energy that you're searching for until you first find you and have the courage to love that person looking back at you in the mirror earthwalk-usa.com the magazine's coming out soon I need those kids to come on board and uh, once this magazine hits the internet go for it and share it and spread it around this is Raina G. Thanks for listening.